This is AgriPulse Open Mic, brought to you by CHS Incorporated. CHS Incorporated is a leading global agribusiness owned by farmers, ranchers, and cooperatives across the United States. Diversified in energy, grains, and foods, CHS is committed to helping its customers, farmer owners, and other stakeholders grow their businesses through its domestic and global operations. And now, AgriPulse Open Mic. John Scholl, you are president of American Farmland Trust. Welcome to AgriPulse Open Mic. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate uh, talking to you. You were with EPA for several years as an agricultural liaison before taking the job with American Farmland Trust. How has that helped you to relate to the issues that are important to your organization today? One of the things that's very obvious is there's a lot of folks that are very interested in how food is grown, where food is grown, uh, how agriculture operates. And, uh, you know, I think it's very important that in agriculture that we be talking to people who have that interest and want to know uh, some answers to some questions. And I think being at EPA certainly gave me an appreciation for both the opportunity that we have to enter into a dialogue with folks to tell them what we're doing, as well as the challenge we've got in being able to communicate in a way that shows we're bringing a high level of technology, a high level of expertise, and ultimately a high level of care uh, to the land resource that we use in agriculture. And that's a message that uh, we need to get across, and we need to work very hard to make sure people understand. John, the current Farm Bill seems maddening to everyone. Do you approach it from a conservation perspective or a safety net perspective? How are you representing your major constituency in negotiations on this farm bill? Our major objective is protecting land. Uh, We understand that our farmland is America's greatest natural resource and that it's so crucial to successful farming operations. And furthermore, that farm policy in the United States has a significant impact upon not only how we use that land, but whether or not that land can remain in agricultural production. So we tend to look very specifically about those kinds of issues, especially in the conservation title, that relate to helping make sure that farmers and ranchers have the tools, the expertise, the assistance they need to be good stewards of that land. What do you think of the five-year farm bill as it's come through the Senate and the House Ag Committee? We think that there's a lot of good work that's been done there. We understand from the get-go that it was going to be a tough year from a budgetary standpoint, that everybody was probably going to take some lumps in terms of having some cuts to programs. But we're very pleased with what we've seen the Ag Committees and the Senate do in the way of making sure that uh, those sacrifices are made evenly across the board, uh, and also that at the end of the day we still have a set of programs uh, within the conservation area of USDA uh, that can provide some good assistance to producers in addressing some of the environmental challenges that we have to address. Let me turn to issues that have to do with clean water, primarily the Chesapeake Bay and the rivers of the Midwest. There is concern among agricultural input suppliers and farmers that EPA will assign numeric standards to the water that comes off of our fields, potentially inhibiting our ability to produce food. How do you see that will play out in the future with the regulatory agencies? 
Well, one of the common concerns that we've had for years in agriculture and that I have been a part of trying to communicate to folks not directly involved with farms is that flexibility is important. You know, I think if you look at agriculture, if you look at farmers specifically, uh, we understand the importance of clean water. We're the first to feel the effects if something goes awry, if we're putting stuff into the water that shouldn't be there. And I think it uh, it makes sense that farmers really do want to be cooperative in terms of making sure that a lot of the inputs they put on their farms, very expensive inputs, uh, are there and you, uh, meet the intended purpose. Uh, so there ought to be a lot of ground that we can work with cooperatively with those that are interested more from the environmental perspective uh, and not directly on the farm to be able to say, you know, there are ways we can achieve some very common objectives that we all support but we need to make sure that given the very dynamic nature of the agricultural system, the, the farms and ranches that we operate, uh, that we have the flexibility to try a number of different things and have a number of different approaches that can help us meet those objectives. You have a constituency that's not just agriculture. There are many people who value our land and value our water who are downstream in our cities. Do you feel you can keep a link between them and the farmer so that they understand what the farmer is doing and how it benefits them rather than just the water that's coming downstream to them that has come off the farm fields? Honestly, that's one of the things that really attracted me to the American Farmland Trust when I took this position. I think we've got a constituency that values our farmland, uh, that understands the importance of food production and has some inkling of an idea of what it takes to grow that food. Uh, but they also understand the importance of maintaining a level of economic viability in agriculture. You know, we want to keep farmers on the land. And I think to be part of an organization and to be part of an effort to be able to communicate to folks that, you know, farmers want to be good stewards. Uh, it's in our best interest economically and environmentally to be good stewards. Uh, but then also to be able to be in that dialogue with people not in agriculture to say, you know, help us figure out how we can deal with an incredibly dynamic, you know, challenging system, you know, with weather variability and droughts and all that, to be able to figure out how we can achieve both environmental objectives as well as remaining economically viable. John Scholl, president of the American Farmland Trust, let's turn to the drought and the disaster bill that's made its way through the House of Representatives. It seems like it rips up the incentives that have been offered for conservation measures, and I wonder where you stand on that bill at this time. Well, certainly we uh, understand the importance of helping people who are in dire straits with the drought. Uh, I'm feeling that on our farm back in central Illinois and understand very clearly the challenge that that presents to producers. Having said that, when you have a disaster package that apparently or seems to reach out and pull money from conservation programs that are very important to the future sustainability of our farms and ranches to be able to pay for that assistance, when you actually have a bill that's moving through Congress that has done a very nice job of really making sure you continue to have viable programs in place for you know, disasters, for conservation or whatever, but also to be able to do that in a way that shares that sacrifice of being able to pay for that. And I think the choice becomes pretty clear that we are very much for continuing to move the farm bill through. If we can pass the farm bill out of the House, get it through conference, and get it to the president's desk, we think that's a far superior approach to dealing with the drought and a whole host of other problems that we deal with in agriculture. 
John, I'd like to address the specialty crop growers, those who produce fruits and vegetables. They seem to be attracted to your organization. Maybe it's because they really aren't a strong constituency of any other farm group at this time. Do you feel it's important for those who produce this type of food that goes directly to our American consumers to have a larger voice in what's developed in Washington as far as a farm bill? Clearly, it's an important part of the food system that we have here in the United States. And if you look at the economic impact of that, not only within agriculture but across our country, uh, it's a very significant uh, interest. And they have challenges and they have concerns that need to be addressed uh, and certainly deserve a, a large seat at the table in terms of helping to figure out what should our farm policy in this country look like to be able to address those concerns. I think we have maybe more of a special connection with them because we see such a direct tie to you know our interest of protecting farmland to making sure that we have viable fruit and vegetable production in this country when you consider the a vast majority of that kind of production takes place in areas that tend more or less to be more subject to conversion of farmland to other uses. So we see it uh, not only as wanting to help fruit and vegetable producers, but also if we can be successful in doing that, we're also helping to assure that that land that's in fruit and vegetable production will remain in agricultural production and not have to be converted to some other use. John, I have to ask you from the American Farmland Trust perspective, on the efforts to keep land in farming in this country, how are we doing? I would say average best. We have made some progress over the last 10 to 20 to 30 years of increasing the awareness and the concern level on the conversion of farmland in this country. Uh, we have, since about 2000, cut the rate of conversion roughly in half. We used to say we lose two acres a minute. Now we're saying we lose an acre a minute. Uh, and that's still too much, considering when you look at the challenges that agriculture is going to have to meet in the future with increased population, uh, with higher wealth levels demanding you know, more products of the kinds that we enjoy here in the United States, uh, that land base is going to be critical. And making sure that we pay attention when those decisions are made to convert land, especially to protect the most valuable, most highly productive agricultural land, we still have a whale a long way to go to be able to get to that point where I would feel comfortable going to bed at night knowing that we have the appropriate perspective on America's greatest natural resource, our farmland, for the long-term health and well-being of our country and people across the globe. John Scholl, president of the American Farmland Trust, thank you very much for being our guest on AgriPulse Open Mic. Thank you, Ken. Pleased to do it. That's John Scholl, president of American Farmland Trust. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by CHS Incorporated. Thank you for listening. I'm Ken Root.